Welcome, welcome, wonderful person to In This Very Moment. I'm Cindy James, and in this moment, we have the potential to feel power within us that we have never felt before, and we have the capacity and to the support to use it in service to our deepest dreams and longings and for the whole world, for world harmony, world peace. I'm going to read a poem today. This is a rendering of um, a poem by the poet Hafiz. This is from a book that I bought in 2004 called I Heard God Laughing. And I was at a Barnes and Nobles in Seattle for my younger brother Stephen's wedding. And I saw this title and I just thought, yes, like what an amazing concept. I heard God laughing or however you know the creator, God, great spirit, Jesus, Buddha, Baba, Krishna, Ram, love, science, nature, goddess, universe, higher power, higher self, whatever it is, whatever word arose by any other name is, is just as sweet. And this is um, a rendering of a feast, not direct translations, by a man named Daniel Ladinsky, who I've had the great pleasure to meet on three separate occasions. And this man is a master of the energy of love, of the greater and the ability to communicate in a way that inspires us, enlivens us, and brings us hope and joy. I mean, this is, it, it literally, this is called Poems of Hope and Joy, and I forgot that that's what was underneath it. There's also a, a compilation called um, Purity of Desire, and one that I believe, believe it's called A Year with Hafiz. Some people say Hafez, and some people say Hafiz. I really don't know what the right way is, but I default to Hafiz. So this is one of my favorite poems and it's a very short one and it's called Manic Screaming. We should make all spiritual talk simple today. God, or however you know God, is trying to sell you something, but you don't want to buy. That's what your suffering is. Your fantastic haggling, your manic screaming over the price. And I read that one more time. We should make all spiritual talk simple today. God is trying to sell you something, but you don't want to buy. That's what your suffering is. Your fantastic haggling, your manic screaming over the price. And I will tell you the price is just having faith in yourself. There are three types of faith that are necessary for there to bring about personal and social and global harmony from the spiritual perspective. One is faith in yourself. The other is faith in life or others, however you know that outside of yourself, and faith in something greater. So there's three types of faith, faith in yourself, faith in others or life, and faith in something greater. There can be no social, world, personal, familial harmony without cultivating that, without allowing yourself open to receive that. That's the price. The price is just faith which is not trust, by the way. Trust is in duality. Trust is fabulous. When you have faith, you generally trust. And But trust is you can trust or distrust. But faith is an energy that immediately connects us to something greater, to a greater power within us and around us. And trust, there, there's a wonderful um, poem by the poet Kabir that goes like this, trust in God, but tie up your camel. 
that. Trust in God, but tie up your camel. So this is not blind faith that I'm advocating. This is the kind of faith that leads to action that moves the game forward, that moves us into the direction of our true nature, into the fulfillment of the purpose here on the planet, and to creating and collaborating a world that we are not suffering over the price. There's um, a book that I referenced in my State of the Union, State of Union address on March 1st, 2022, which I so highly recommend you listen to, watch, receive over and over again, and let yourself be a conduit for the massive, powerful, transformative power that emanates from it. Because that, if we don't understand the nature of ourselves in life, how can we have faith in it? And I referenced a book called Fear No Evil. I have been studying and teaching, facilitating this book for the better part of the last couple decades. And there is a wonderful quote about what the price is. So that leads me from Hafiz to, which from this perspective is called Guide. And it's called The Price for Spiritual Growth is High. You can't expect a palace for the price of a hut. The price you pay by going on the path of development is certainly a high one, but there's absolutely no other means in heaven or in earth to gain harmony. This love, this happiness, this complete inner security that we seek. And here, according to this body of wisdom, is what the price is. No self-pity. No self-delusion. Utter severance with the little ego. Time, effort, patience, perseverance, and courage. I'm going to say that again. The price is no self-pity. By the way, that's one of my um, uh, uh, faults du jour. I mean, it's one of my defaults, so I have to work on that self-pity thing. No self-pity, no self-delusion. And I'll say the self-delusion is that you are not powerful and that you cannot accomplish massive, positive, uplifting, transformative events on the planet. Utter severance with the little ego. The little ego is the one that thinks that you're alone and you're lesser, where you have to play the game of being superior before just to tolerate being you. Time, effort. I love the word effort. I study a body of wisdom called Effort and Grace. By, uh, it's a book by the name of, um, written by the name Darwin Shaw. And it's about the teachings of Meher Baba, which if you know me, you know he. <laughs> He floats my boat. He's he's my guy. Um, this the, the book is called Effort and Grace. It's not called hard, depleting, harsh effort. And then maybe you'll squeak out a little bit of reward. It's called effort. And effort I'm committed to is in the natural momentum. It's swimming with the current. So it's not hard. It's rewarding. Patience. I used to think that patience was the ability to suffer until I got what I wanted. That is not what patience is. Patience is actually the ability to drop into the present moment, into the eternal now, into the infinite space that exists within you, always has and always will, and to be able to bask in that eternal now, bask in that love born in truth. It just liberates and ideas and new ways of being and new um, solutions to those age old problems just come with natural inspiration. Perseverance. Oh, perseverance and enthusiasm. They are just such wonderful bedfellows. 
we persevere all the time. I mean, if, if you're still taking a breath, you've at least persevered in breathing. It's how we channel that perseverance. Perseverance and commitment are, are very related. That for world harmony, we, we have to understand that we, if we're in a body, we're committed to being here. I think that anyone that comes into a human form has already committed. I like to think like, send me in coach, I'm going down. You're committed. We have free will to the extent that we have it. There's all sorts of notions about what free will is, but I will say just to consider for this analogy that when we are come here in the body, we have the choice to be committed to ambiguity or to be committed to clarity. We have the choice to be committed to oneness or be committed to separateness. We have the choice to be committed to our infinite nature or to be committed to doubt. And so once we make a choice about what we're committed to, we begin in earnest the path of evolution and of enlightenment to literally become lighter, to be in our denser human forms, but have the ability to work with light. And then in this, in this document, it says, and the last thing is courage. Courage, oh, courage, which comes from your huge heart. Every single person on the planet longs for love every single person. The way we go about it and what we define it as can cause us misery or cause other people misery. But what if love is just the pure vibrating aliveness with the paradox of stillness, that ability to be connected to something deeper within you and know that all is well, that ability to be able to see into the events of the world with a greater perspective. It's extraordinary to me that the colors representing Ukraine are that deep blue and yellow, because those are the colors associated with the Ajna chakra, which is the chakra right between the eyebrows, which has to do with the dynamic intelligence that can see the movement from a greater perspective than just what we can see with our human eyes or that most people can see with their human eyes. And it is a force that activates um, action in accordance with our deepest heart's longing and the greater truths and the greater perspective. So when I see these colors being flashed all over the place, I think it's awakening when just seeing those colors activates the Ajna chakra, which is that sight, that greater sight. Also activating the endocrine glands and specifically the pineal gland known in Hindu literature and spirituality as the blue pearl. And so many scientists have studied this blue pearl and this, this chakra and how it literally opens us up to receive the divine wisdom within us and around us. And those two colors are also associated with Archangel Michael. For those of you familiar with Archangel Michael and the energy of Archangel Michael, it's the, the energy of the protector that severs the ties with the lower vibrational energy so they can be transformed, neutralized, and used in the positive current in this great game of life. Archangel Michael is also associated with one of the triune aspects of divinity, the God, the creator, God, the creation, and then God, the completer. And so there's Archangel Raphael with God, the creator, Archangel Michael with God, the sustainer or the preserver, and then Archangel Azrael with the completer. And all of those are aspects of divinity, of that infinite power. 
So I think it's incredible that when we and many people are flashing these colors or doing whatever they're doing with the, the colors of Ukraine, what we're doing is we are letting ourselves receive the intuition and the guidance that this world strife is bringing us in the positive current with so much compassion and honoring and reverence for the souls that are going through it and even leaving this realm as a result of it. I feel that honoring like I honored the people that died in 9-11 or in any kind of natural disaster that elevates humanity. And since I know that death is not the end and it's not the last act of a cruel or absent God, and since I know that we are all connected, and I believe that you all know this too at the heart of your being, I know that whatever is happening from the depth of my being, I will not lend my dynamic intelligence, my huge heart, the cells of my body to be pessimistic about the nature of what's going on right now. It is painful, but it is not pessimistic. Wayne Dyer said, and I don't know if he was quoting someone else, but I recently said this in my first of my inspiring colleagues series, which is my, the first one was my homage to Wayne Dyer and all of the inspiration he gave me. But he said that no one knows enough to be a pessimist. That is so freaking true. Like I say this all the time. I don't know how to make a flower from scratch if given all of infinity, like with the brain that Cindy Lou has. So I, I cannot anymore devote my consciousness to, um, to the chicken little, the sky is falling, to the pessimistic nature of humanity, nor do I want to lend myself to the kind of fighting darkness and evil or the lower self current that just actually fuels it and keeps us in a never ending vicious circle where other people just pop up to play the role of the villain. And I tell you, some of those other people are the voices that can live in my head. We're on a continuum, as I described in depth, depth in my state of union address. We are on a continuum and we can participate in alleviating the, the fuel that helps, that aids people run amok with their lower self, that fuels the ego and separateness, that, that actually incites aggression so unbeknownst to us. And then we can do what this moment in time has been designed to do. I know with every fiber of my being that every step that I have taken in my whole entire life has been leading to this moment in time to fulfill my purpose on this planet. Well, we all have one purpose in common is that is to remember our infinite nature and experience love and relationship. And then we have our callings, our unique kind of purposes. And of course, there's the traditional roles, but each of us have a fingerprint, a snowflake of a calling that relates to our superhero power. And on the Galactic Council, it's your Galactic Council name, that unique power that you're bringing to the piece of the puzzle to raise humanity and all of existence into a higher level of consciousness and being. And I know that mine is to be a living model, an inspiring source, a, a force for planetary truth, harmony, and peace in a way that I have been groomed and been grooming myself my entire life without any shame, with great power, with great dignity, with great humility, and with the kind of mother bear force combined with the tenderness of my heart that this time needs. So I can see into the causes of aggression 
If we don't deal with the cause of harshness within ourselves, within our families, within our communities, within our world, then we will only just delay another world skirmish. And what's going on in the world stage, I mean, it's happening all over the place. It's just taking a very big um, spotlight right now due to the ability to annihilate ourselves if we so choose. But why don't we very lovingly annihilate our ego, our sense of separateness? Why don't we lovingly annihilate committing to being outraged without having any outlet to transform it? What if we are committed to loving so much that someone else's self-hatred, which then manifests in hatred of others, the only way someone can act like that is because of profound self-hatred and disconnect from their soul. And if I don't want to be seduced into that by hating them, what if compassion and strength and action are what is turning the tide? And I will tell you what I am seeing and what many of my colleagues are seeing, and I imagine that you are seeing now too, is that this is a new way to end conflict and strife as we move from the Kali Yuga, the age of destruction into the golden age. We're doing it from the energy of oneness. I am part of so many high vibrational groups. It's just one of my great blessings to be with these people and what we are doing and what I am leading. There is a spiritual call to action that's being given right now. And I'm going to be facilitating a forum on March 7th of 2022, a world activation, spiritual, energetic call to action that yes, whatever humanity needs to do in terms of the classic ways that we've always dealt with, with these kind of issues, I'm not having any opinion on that whatsoever. My opinion is that if those actions are fueled from fighting the darkness and just trying to be superior in the same old seesaw of superior, inferior, we will achieve something, but we will prolong the cycle of this delusional separateness, this delusional perspective of lack, scarcity consciousness, and will delay our ability as a collective, as a whole, as an individual, as a deeply caring person connected to something greater to embark on harmony-driven prosperity. Ooh, it's a really potent time. And so in this moment, I want to guide us just a mini guidance of what I facilitated for the State of Union address into our ability to use our true unstoppable superpowers. And I will be activating this. You don't have to be concerned about doing anything unless you feel so comfortable and trained. But we all have this energy within us. The best kind of education I believe we can receive in this time and space is how to know it, discover it, and use it in accordance with the deepest longing of our pure heart's whims and our soul's knowing. So take some deep breaths. And since we are working with the colors of the Ajna, of that space between our eyebrows, I invite you to close your eyes and let your internal gaze go to that spot, highlighting it, opening. And you can even see those colors of the deep blue and yellow Petals, there are 96 petals that spin clockwise and counterclockwise in the Ajna chakra. And just clearing off any dust or any inhibitions for that clear sight, that dynamic intelligence. 
letting your tongue rest loosely behind your front teeth where the palate meets the teeth so that your electrical system, your energetic system can flow in a loop. Let your pelvic floor relax. Our basic chakra, our root chakra is very related to the Ajna and our capability and our capacity to move forward in time and space and to affect positive harmonious change. So you don't want to be squeezing your buttocks really tight. So you might even want to squeeze and let it go. You are safe and let your root open up and imagine golden roots coming down deep into the golden planetary mother who is just, just letting you soak up this nourishment this strength, the stability of being on this planet, this huge rock. And then just taking care of your solar plexus, which is there's a front solar plexus right underneath your rib cage and a back in the back of your spine. You might even just want to rub it counterclockwise and then clockwise. Just this is the state. This is the primal defensive state we can get in when we're under a lot of psychic or actual attack. We can puff up our solar plexus and it can get congested and our heart no longer is the leader and we kind of go off like a chicken with its head cut off. And I think that's what happens when anyone is in aggressor state like this. So we want to just let our solar plexus simmer down and revitalize and serve our heart. And then we'll have our Ajna, our solar plexus and our root chakra all in alignment. We're letting our hearts open up, our heart chakra front and back, letting our crown open up to receive this nectar, gold and pure nectar from the heavens. And oh, know in this moment that you are so loved. You are loved without conditions. You always have been, you always will be. In this moment in time, this eternal now, in the fleeting now, there is nothing more important than for you to feel held in the arms of grace eternally. Any pain you've ever felt or any you might feel in the future, just know you are not alone. You are more than your pain. This will not last forever. And the only necessary pain is dissolving the notion of being separate. And it does take some courage some faith, grace, effort, perseverance to do so. And right now you are receiving everything and you need and more to not only do this for yourself, but to be a living, radiant source for everyone and everything you come in contact with, including everyone on the globe. So in this moment, see yourself in your gold and full light body as a huge orb of light an energetic field that goes out many feet around you, but really into all of existence. But for the purposes of this world service healing in this very moment, feel the power, the capacity, the ability for you to be a vehicle for the release of divine life, to be able to be an instrument of bringing the kingdom of heaven down on earth to everyone and everything. And most importantly, and what we often miss because of how tricky the ego or the sense of separateness can be, the people that I believe need this as much or if not more than the ones being under seeming attack are the ones doing it. 
And so if you so choose, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be bringing my light body surrounded by the panoply of the highest protective forces of the heavens and the earth to every human being that is suffering from the delusion of separateness, including those that are acting in ways that are so harsh and heinous. And I will just not force this love on them, but I will refuse to see them as anything other than what they're capable of becoming. I will refuse to be seduced by their own self-hate and limitations and therefore fuel it by hating them. I will refuse to see that this is all they are and I will see them in their highest manifestation. I will see them with the humility to let go of arms. I will see them with the courage to go against group think or whatever kind of group consciousness that gets sucked into this kind of so destructive bravado. I will refuse to believe that the infinite supply that's available to me is not available to them and everyone. And I will refuse to believe that anyone that's getting ready to leave this realm is, is not going to exist anymore. And I will now, with the power vested in me by the divinity that resides within us all, the ever compassionate, eternally benevolent, merciful divinity, infinite power, infinite love, infinite bliss force, I will then send orbs of light to all of the machinery, the artillery, the weapons that are used in the aggressive stance and, and pray that if it is in the highest and healthiest healing without harm to anyone, that these malfunction and not be allowed to serve the lower vibrational energies that come from such fear, separateness, pain, hate, and let them dissolve. And then I will just activate with all of you continuing a flood of compassion for every single person to awake now to our true nature and to commit ourselves to internal harmony, external harmony, and to no longer play the game of separateness and even the game of winning and losing. If it's in sports, let that be fun. But when it comes to the lives of human beings, when it comes to the way that our greater governmental forces or organizational forces work, let us come to know that if there's a winner, there has to be a loser and that will reverse. There is a beautiful true quote that goes like this. Saint has no pride of place and sinner has no sting of eternal degradation. Who was once a saint, who was once a sinner, becomes a saint and the reverse. And that's from the Avatar Meher Baba. There is no righteousness. I love this other quote that I have received in recovery literature that says that shame never liberated a spirit and self-righteousness never opened a heart. I do not rejoice in being a victor over evil. I rejoice in advocating for the light that's going to bring everybody, that's going to dissolve the nature of evil, which is a result from numbing off of our infinite loving heart and spirit. 
from the ability to forgive. I say, if we're going to be on this planet right now and we want to really feel good and we want our children and our children's children and on and on and on, and boy, just do I get so motivated, enthusiastic and persevere at the thought of the children on this planet and the ones coming. We need to learn how to become forgiveness ninjas. I just say like, whatever it is, whoosh, 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 to forgive, to see with that sight, poof, that blue and yellow opening, and to bring a new age of joy and perspective and harmony and awareness by living that way. I am so blessed to be with you in this moment. I am so blessed to be cultivating relationships with the most amazing human beings on the planet, su supported by the forces of this planet and the critters of this planet and the, the forces of the heavens and the earth to be able to facilitate this. And I will complete this in this very moment by saying this moment in humanity, this very moment is designed for every human to use the energy of their deeply caring heart and their infinite soul to imagine and to create a harmonious world from the force of that originating creative force. Our imagination is synonymous with whatever we call God, is synonymous with creative energy. And we can, by imagining and living it, and especially joining together, which is why I created the Galactic Council of Women, all genders welcome to dissolve any crazy notions that we are not infinite, galactic even, or more, to dissolve shame and for us to be able to provide a forum to join together energetically linking arms, claiming our true superpower and doing what we've come to do in this moment in time. Oh, I am in love with life, with you, with everyone. I am so excited and enthusiastic about how we will continue to persevere. And I hope and I imagine and I envision in my lifetime that this, this means of aggression, victim, villain, savior, that unholy trinity, as I call it, will dissolve into the truth us living the truth that has been there all along, Dorothy, as we might not have believed it before. Deep breaths, wonderful people. Now is the time. I love you. I love you. I love you. Love and blessings. Mwah.